Today we're starting this month's worship and learning theme, belonging the practice of finding center with reflections about home. I'm defining home as a place where we feel whole, affirmed, and grounded. Using wording from, from the theme, it's a place where we feel a sense of belonging and where we can find our center or refine our center. Well, home in this sense is complicated. For some of us, it literally is where we live or used to live. For others, maybe some or even all of the homes we've lived in have never felt like places where we were, were whole and affirmed and grounded. Home can be a warm cocoon of love. It can be a nest of vipers and anything between. And there are such a wide variety of places, and actually non-places, where we can feel whole, affirmed, and grounded. These include places in nature, special buildings, and non-places like relationships. Some of these are near and often visited, some distant, seldom visited. Well, I've been thinking about home a lot these past three weeks as I ventured far from home on a once-in-a-lifetime trip with my wife, daughter, son-in-law, and their two children, four years old and 11 months old. My son-in-law is a UU minister, and he received a significant grant to fund a sabbatical focused on exploring his family roots his spiritual roots, and his roots in Indiana, where they live. The grant helped him and his mother travel to Germany in February, early February, to explore where his mother's ancestors lived. The plan was for him to meet our daughter and their two kids in Transylvania, where he would, along with them, then explore his spiritual roots the Unitarian side of his spiritual roots. To which my daughter said, no way am I flying alone <laughs> to Romania with a four-year-old and an 11-month-old. <laughs> so into the picture come the maternal grandparents. <laughs> we could fly with them. We could travel with them. The grant could mostly pay for that. Lucky, lucky, lucky. So I was struck on this trip that one of my homes, one of the places where I feel whole, affirmed, and grounded is the beautiful, fertile, hard soil of Transylvania. I've been fortunate to travel there several times, starting with a first visit with members of the Appleton congregation I served in 2000. We were just beginning a partner church relationship with the church in Deva, Transylvania. So I've experienced the depth of our Unitarian roots there, and much of this depth is painful. After a fast and remarkable birth of the movement there in the mid-1500s, they've had wave after wave, century after century of oppression, war, colonization, and often poverty. This experience, so very different from our experience as American UUs, has left scars and continued scarring. 
which is a, help, a palpable, heartbreaking presence. So that I feel a sense of home in Transylvania is surprising. I have known, known ancestor roots there. The look, feel, and even the theology of the Unitarian churches and their worship services is more different than like ours, I think. And honestly, I'm always taken aback when I see in the church or the churchyard a monument to the fallen from the church in the world wars and realize, oh yeah, they fought on Germany's side. They fought against us. There were understandable and complicated reasons for that, but bottom line, they fought for Hitler. Despite all of this, I do find it moving and illuminating to experience this deepest, the deepest ongoing roots of our Unitarian faith in the world, even when I am in a service and I only understand like two or three words in the whole thing. <clears throat> it does help me understand this UU faith better. But it's not all these things that make Transylvania feel like a home to me. This is what I realized on this trip. I realized that what makes it feel like a home are the relationships that I have with the people in the congregations there. My life interwoven with theirs in so many beautiful ways. I haven't seen any of them for five years and none of us is good at keeping in touch but we were able to pick up right where we left off, it felt like. And so on this trip, we saw, we saw Mathilde and Anna, two of the first three Transylvanians we met back in 1999 when they came to Appleton, and my daughter was in second grade. Mathilde's husband, Anna's father, Latsi, was the minister in Deva at the time, Appleton's partner, larger-than-life person, an utter joy to be with. A few years later, he left the David Church for another congregation, and a few years after that, dropped out of a heart attack at the age of 36. And that, after a particularly contentious meeting with local government authorities, he was fighting fruitlessly, as it turned out, for church property seized by the communist government without payment to be returned to the church. So we journeyed with Mathilde through some of that grief, Anna was a baby when we met her in 1999. She's now a senior in college. We saw Zoli, Latsy's successor in Deva. Zoli stayed there for 20 years, a person who I consider to be a brother. We saw his former wife and their son now in college. We journeyed with Zoli through the heartbreak of that divorce. We saw Zoli's second wife, Yulia, and their two-year-old child. I had the great honor of co-officiating at their wedding five years ago with Zoli's brother, a Unitarian minister as well. We saw members of the Deva Church, including Marta and her family, who had come to stay with us in Appleton. Marta's first comment when she saw me will stay with me for a while because it was, you got old. <laughs> We saw Marta's daughter, Orshi, who was a toddler when I first met her and is now getting a PhD in logistics in the UK. We saw Erjabet, Marta's mother, who has long been the matriarch and the kind of the, the driving force of the Deva church, who, unlike me, I guess, doesn't seem to age. <laughs> we saw the Deva building, which was dedicated in 2008. 
My daughter and I were part of a delegation from Appleton that joined in that celebration. We and our fellow travelers got to help with the final preparations, including me cleaning the bathroom, which through the construction process was incredibly grungy, and my daughter working with women from Appleton and in the church there to, to weave together, to stitch together um, embroideries, traditional Hungarian embroideries given from all the congregations in Transylvania. And you can see a picture of the wall of those embroideries still there today. In the Deva Church, we also saw embroidered hymnal covers embroidered by members of the Appleton Church as a gift, a compliment to traditional Hungarian embroidery hymnal covers that they gave us. We missed, I missed, Laszlo, the longtime lay president of the Deva Church who died about a year ago at the age of 93. Jillian, the, the president, lay president of those churches, lifetime assignment, so <laughs> big difference. Um, his reading glasses still graced his usual spot in the front pew. For many decades, he was a faithful and loving, beloved leader of that church. And we saw Robert and his beautiful family. Robert is also like a brother to me. His wife, Reka, made the stole for me. We attended a church in Robert's, uh, Robert's church in the village of Maester, where, incredibly, one of the nine founders of the Appleton congregation was married to the minister back in the 1920s and 30s. This photo shows us with some of the members of the church after the service. So on this visit, a few Roger Bocci's slipped in. Bocci is an affectionate term for old men. <laughs> so who'd have guessed when I first traveled to Transylvania in 2000 at the age of 36 that I would one day be Roger Bocci. Maybe a home is also a sort of stick that measures our life and the changes that we undergo. I belong to these cherished friends in Transylvania. They belong to me. We are each other's. I've also realized that this home where I feel affirmed and grounded and whole doesn't need frequent trips to make it happen. None of us, them especially, can afford to travel this far very often. I don't want to have that kind of carbon footprint anyway. So while occasional visits, maybe every five or 10 years are important, I also realize that this home is located right here in my heart and in my memories. I carry them wherever I am, including today in this space. I feel them. That Transylvanian home for me actually is boundless. So this is one of those sermons where I'm sharing my journey in the hope that it helps you think about your own journey. Where is it that you feel whole, affirmed, grounded? Where do you feel a sense of belonging that helps you find center? Where is it, in the words from our closing hymn we'll do in a little bit, that you can answer yes to life 
to truth, to love. Are these homes for you places or maybe something else? Let's take a moment of silence. I invite you each to picture one of these homes for you that is an important touchstone. And then a second question. When you are feeling lost, when you're not feeling whole, affirmed, grounded, what helps you find your way home? I invite you to picture something that helps you find your way home in silence for a moment. For me, it helps me find home, especially when I'm feeling lost, to have some set-aside time each day for centering. During the centering time, I can contemplate, name, appreciate what's most important in my life, including life-giving friendships. I need this time and space so that I am attentive to what helps me feel whole, affirmed, and grounded, what helps me find home. It helps me, for example, picture in my mind these beloveds in Transylvania. It reminds me that they are right here in my heart. I suspect that as you thought about places and non-places where you feel home or find a way home, some of you thought about this church. I hope for many of you this place does feel like a home, or at least as in the story from Anne Lamott, It feels like a place which helps you find your way home. I invite you this month to reflect more on what this church means to you. I'll close today with a cherished prayer from uh, that many Transylvanian Unitarians have in their homes. It's called the Seke Aldash or Hatsi Aldash. It's a house prayer and embroideries of this prayer like this one grace the walls of any homes. So I'll share this first in very imperfect Hungarian and then in English. Holhit at zeratet, holt zeratet at beke, holt beke at aldash, holt aldash at ishten, holt ishten at zükseg ninksen. Where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is blessing. Where there is blessing, there is God. Where there is God, there is no need.